The Golden Mike Podcast is presented by SeaDeck Marine Products. Proudly made in the USA, customizable SeaDeck no-skid traction is non-absorbent, closed-cell EVA specifically formulated for the marine industry. For a free sample and more information, check out www.seadeck.com. That's S-E-A-D-E-K.com. And now, it's showtime. the official voice of Toad Water Sports for over a decade. His vocal tones have narrated the industry's biggest and most prestigious events in the world. With over 25 years of on-water experience, captivating charisma, and a command of his audience, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast, with the noise of the North himself, oh, yeah. Dano the Mano. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Golden Mike Podcast, everyone. I'm Dan Mano, recording this portion of the podcast at my mom and dad's house just outside of Chicago, Illinois. I'm on the road, people, but now it's time for some audio sunshine. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Ronix Wake, and it was rad getting to spend some time with the crew from Ronix, Timmy, and Jake Palat at this year's Cable Stock. And for 2017, Ronix has delivered nine of the finest redesigned wake surfers in the industry with a revolutionary new fin attachment system, 13 wakeboards created exclusively for the boat, and another seven solely for park. And Ronix continues to deliver an award-winning line of footwear, always focusing forward on innovation. Be sure to check out RonixWake.com for a look at the entire line of products, team, and a dealer near you. Again, that's RonixWake.com. Well, this is episode number 71, and I have another live episode for you all. This time, I am back at Cable Stock. That's right, recorded at Texas Ski Ranch for a second year in a row. I was stoked to be out there. We recorded during the casino night, just like we did last year. I got to go on just before they had some live music inside during the casino night. It was really loud in the background, but I like it because I think it adds a little character. Uh, Plus, there was live music all weekend long at Cable Stock. Uh, This year was neat. It was a little bit different. They included uh, collegiate divisions. It was uh, pretty sick. My guests on this episode, Jake Palat. Ronix Pro Team Rider. Colin G, who's a pro wake skater and a rapper. I'm sure most of you guys know who Colin G is if you guys follow wakeboarding or wake skating. Colin's an OG Texas guy and was stoked to have him on there. Mark Hager. Uh, Mark was helping me. Mark on the mic. He is the announcer for the Pro Wake Tour and he also runs Wake Well, uh, which we'll talk about on the podcast. It's a wakeboarding ministry. Blake Hess. He was out there. We talked about the new surf park up in Austin. Uh, The second winner ever in the pro division at Cable Stock, Josh Wright. He's back on the podcast. Texas legend Bill Geiger joins me. And the one and only Tom Fouché is back on the Golden Mike podcast. So a really cool episode coming up for you guys here in a few moments. I did just get home from North Carolina. Well, not home to Orlando. I flew to my parents' house after uh, being out there in Mooresville on Lake Norman for the second stop of the 2017 Malibu Boats Rider Experience. We had the Southern WWA Wakeboard Regional Championships. It was an awesome weekend. Friday was beautiful. 
Saturday, some weather. We had a little bit of rain, definitely a little bit of wind out there, but it was still a fun event, and honestly, the shoreline was packed. They really know how to do it out there in North Carolina, so hopefully you guys who are listening can make it to one of these Malibu Rider experiences somewhere around your neighborhood. In fact, next week we're going to be heading to uh, Washington State and Portland, Oregon for Rider experience. So if you're in the Northwest and you're hearing this before the weekend, hopefully you can join us out there. Last weekend's Rider experience in North Carolina was also super fun. During the regionals, I gave a couple of the riders an opportunity to announce with me, help take some of the load off my shoulders. Mary Morgan Howell, she's a girls rider out of Dothan, Alabama. She's been showing a lot of interest in announcing for a long time, so figured I'd give her an opportunity. So she joined me on the mic for the first couple of hours of the day. Later on in the afternoon, junior pro rider Luca Kidd was on the microphone. Super funny guy. I really like Luca. Killer rider. And actually, he went... He rode, he qualified into the finals out of Junior Pro, came back, announced the rest of the day with me until he had to go back and ride finals. So a big thank you to those guys. It's always super fun. Speaking of the finals, over the weekend at the regionals and uh, the WWA event and the Malibu Rider experience, Junior Pro finals were insane. Elliot Digny, who is the current U.S. national champion in junior pro and Australian national wakeboard champion. This kid rips. Uh, He didn't have the best run of his life going through the course. There was so much chop and wind and I think some rain. But coming at the end of pass number two, he ended up going double back roll into a double half cab roll right into a KGB5. He was able to get second place at the contest, but it was Tyler Hyam who took first place in his second win on the Rider Experience Series for 2017. Tyler, CWB athlete. This dude has killer tricks and a ton of style. So big ups and congrats to Tyler Hyam. And uh, looking forward to seeing what these guys continue to do across the board all season long. All the divisions were firing, though. I'll tell you what, from the boys 10 to 13, the 9 and under divisions, masters were out there, veterans. It was so good. I love the rider experience and the WWA regional events because it brings out the best amateur riders and even some awesome pro riders. We saw Stephen Pierce out there from North Carolina, as well as Adam Fields. It was just a really great, great event, and I recommend you guys check out the WWA.com for the recap from the contest. Sunday ended up with Surfgate Sunday out there. I got on the boat with the Wolf family and the Johnson family, along with Tara Mikasich and Ronix rep from the Southeast, Brett Hargrave, and it was actually Brett's final weekend as a rep for Ronix, and we're going to miss Brett a whole bunch, but uh, he's moving on, and uh, can't blame him, you know? Life goes on. I do want to let you guys know I've got some Golden Mike podcast hats still for sale. I've got some new ones, some new bucket hats. I pretty much sold out over the weekend, though. Also, if you guys are listening and listening real good, shoot me an email ASAP because the first two people to send me an email and tell me that they heard this and that they're stoked that I've got new bucket hats, first two people to send me that email at goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com. I'm going to hook you guys up with one of those bucket hats. I got a few extra samples that I'm not going to use and I'm just going to hook two of you guys up. So if you hear this portion of the podcast, get on your computer right now, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com. First two people to tell me their favorite thing about my podcast, I'm going to hook you up with a hat. Boom. I am heading to Portland, Oregon tomorrow 
I'm recording this uh, early in the week. Uh, it's Monday right now. Tomorrow's Tuesday. I'm flying to Portland. I'm going to spend a couple of days with my good pal, Zach Stone. We're going to go camping. I'm going to go down to Eugene, Oregon, visit my friends over at One Drop Yo-Yo's. Just a good time. And then I'm going to head up to uh, Washington State for the first two days of the Malibu Rider Experience and the Western WWA Wakeboard Regional Championships. And then Sunday, we're going to be in Portland, Oregon for Surfgate Sunday as a part of the Malibu Rider Experience. So it's going to be an awesome time, and I sure hope to see you guys out there. Now, before I do move any further, I want to remind you the Golden Mike Podcast is brought to you for free twice monthly on the first and third Wednesday of every month. But you're like, wait, this month... This is the third episode. I thought you only do two. Yeah, I'm giving you guys some bonus content this month, last month, and the month before. You can find us and listen to us for free, on demand, anytime, wherever it is that you guys listen to your podcast, whether it's online at noiseofthenorth.com or on SoundCloud. Also, I'm on iTunes, so please subscribe to the podcast. Now, if you don't have an iPhone, uh, you guys can go on your Android device Look up pretty much any podcast app, and once you download that, just search the Golden Mike Podcast, and I'm sure that you guys will be able to find it. Once you've subscribed, please go back, rate, and review the show. Let me know what you think. It helps the analytics and just really helps, well, spread the word that there's a podcast about toad water sports and wakeboarding in general out there. Just email me, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com if you have any issues. To keep this podcast no charge to you, the listener, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. SeaDeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, Performance Ski and Surf, GoPuck, Malibu Boats, Rockstar Energy, C4 Belts, CWB Board Company, Leadwake, Ronix, O'Brien, and Slingshot. Be sure to follow me on social media on Instagram at Dano T Mano. On Twitter at the Dano T Mano and at the Golden underscore Mike. And if you're not already doing so, please like the Golden Mike podcast on Facebook. I mentioned it before, I'll mention it again. You guys can always reach me through email, Golden Mike at noiseofthenorth.com. Now, on to today's audio montage, which is from Stop 3 of the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour and is presented by Woodrow Sustainable Optics. Unique wooden sunglasses crafted by man and inspired by nature. Woodrow's are all wooden hybrid frames along with limited runs in order to preserve the originality and character of each pair. Tons of awesome styles to choose from over there at woodrows.com. Use my promo code MANO30 and you will receive an extra 30% off your order. Again, that's woodrows.com. Mano 30, let me spell it out real fast, W-O-O-D-R-O-Z-E dot com. So as I mentioned, today's audio montage is from the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour. This was stop number three of the season. It was a two-day weekend because the day after, we redid stop number one, which got canceled due to weather earlier in the year. It was a ton of fun, so have a listen, and then we'll be back with all of my great special guests right here on Golden Mike Podcast, live from Cable Stop. 
everyone, Sean Murray here with Dan O'Dimano on the Golden Mic at the Gravel Tour 2017. This is stop number three, and this is where a lot of the pros have gotten their start. You want to get started? This is where you start. Trevor Hansen, why do you love driving the Gravel Tour so much? Man, it's a ton of fun to be out here uh, with all the young guys and just watching them shred. Um, I remember what it was like to be out here at that age, and it is a lot of fun to be out there watching them. One of the all-time legends, Darren Shapiro. You have a real sense of community here. You know, everybody's here because they love wakeboarding, and it's it brings the families together. You get a lot. You got Sean and his girls riding. You got you know myself and my kids riding. And then you've got people who've just been here for years and years and years, and there's just a sense of familiarity. My name is Ken Shapiro. I'm nine years old. I won the Gravel Tour in the Junior Drum Pro Division. My favorite part about Gravel Tour is that everybody around me is encouraging me to do awesome tricks. Hey everybody, I'm Elisa Kaysen, and I'm from McKinney, Texas. I'm 16 years old, and I'm so stoked to take home my first win at the Gravel Tour in the Novice Division. Hey guys, it's Tara Mikasich here. We're out at the Gravel Tour stop number three. We got good weather, and my kids are killing it. So stoked on our Freedom Wake Park students. Hi, my name's Tenzo Cooligan. I'm from Orlando, Florida. I just won the Gravel Tour stop three, and all glory to God. Ronix pro team rider, Jake Lott. For me, the best part about Gravel Tour is watching all the young kids and the Grand Pro divisions where they're like 10 and under and just throwing down. That's really cool to see. I'm Allison Laverack. I'm nine years old and I'm from North Carolina and I just won the Grand Girls Division stop three. What's up? I'm Brett Powell. I'm from Kansas. I'm 12 years old and this is my first win in the boys division. Taking it with a tantrum to blind, skeezer, switch heel seven and heel back seven. Hi, my name is Kyla Hendricks. I'm 12 years old from Green Bay, Wisconsin and I took the win in the girls 10 to 13 division. All the girls are riding better than ever and I stuck my two inverts. I'm stoked. Hey, my name is Gavin Gillia. I'm 15 years old from Belle Isle, Florida. Stoked to take the win here again at Gravel Tour in the Intermediate Division. The G was absolutely pumping today and can't wait for the next event. Hey, I'm Ryan Shelley from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. 46 years old. Out here at the Gravel Tour stop number three. Taking the win today. Old guys ain't got what it takes to beat the older guy. Fine wine. That's where it's at. Head coach at O-Town Watersports, Glenn Fletcher, out here for Stop 3 of the Gravel Tour. Your thoughts on today's contest? Man, I love it out here. All these locals ripping. Bill putting on a great contest. You on the mic. I love it. I love Gravel. I am Vicky Dermas. I am from Argentina. I'm 21 years old. I have just won women's division at the Gravel Tour. Having a really good time at uh, Orlando Water Sport Complex. And congratulations to the other girls who... Really good. it. I'm Michael Williams. I just rode in the gravel tour in the advanced division and I won first. Uh, super pumped and the uh, competition was great. Everyone rode great. It was lots of fun. Can't wait to do it again tomorrow. Ciao guys. This is Lorenzo Zaprani. I'm 17 years old. This is the third stop of the gravel tour. Really fun event and um, looking forward for tomorrow. Brett Hargrave, Ronix Wakeboards, Southeast Rep. Definitely a little bittersweet day for me today. This is going to be my last gravel tour, but I really just want to say thank you to Phil and Dano yourself and everybody who's made this possible. Last 10 years has been absolutely amazing. Hey, I'm Bill Porter from Performance Ski and Surf, and we just wrapped up uh, stop three of the gravel tour. Awesome riding again. We beat the rain, which we still need, but we're looking forward to some amazing riding tomorrow. Get involved in these grassroots events. It's pretty amazing. It's a lot of fun, so come out and see us. 
Performance Ski and Surf in Orlando, Florida is your one-stop shop for all towed water sports needs. As an industry leader for more than two decades, Performance Ski and Surf's pro staff will sweep you off your feet with loads of industry knowledge and the best customer service in the biz. Right now, you can order online from perfski.com and receive 10% off your entire purchase by using my promo code GOLDENMIKE, all capital letters. Whether you're looking for current or closeout gear, Performance Ski and Surf has it all. And right now with my promo code Golden Mike, you just can't beat the deals. Performance Ski and Surf is just minutes from the Orlando International Airport or online at perfski.com. That's P-E-R-F-S-K-I.com. Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. It's the Golden Mike Podcast with the noise of the north, Dano the Mano. We are back here for our second year in a row at Texas Ski Ranch. And I'm going to start things off with a young man who's joining us here at Cable Stock all the way from Orlando, Florida, making his second appearance on the Golden Mike Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my good pal, the one and only old reliable Jake Pullot. What's up, Jake? Hey, Dan, how's it going? Yeah, man, good to see. Well, good to see you in the Southwest, man. Yeah, it's a change. How's Texas treating you? It's been really good so far. I've just spent the week hanging out with Tom at his house, and uh, yeah, it's been good. So you got out here a week ago. So we're recording pretty much uh, Thursday night here. We got Cable Stock really, truly kicking off tomorrow. The big events here. Uh, you've been hanging out with Tom Fouché, name dropper. Um, so what have you and what have you and Tom been up to? Um, you know. We've just been riding cable every day and went out on Lake Dunlap, which is where he lives, and took a boat set and, you know, just riding. Last time I had you on, you had a lot of momentum rolling with you in life. You had just gotten the cover of Wakeboarding Magazine. What's life been like since then? Yeah, you know, it's pretty wild. Uh, I just, no, it's, it's pretty much exactly the same. It's been, it's been the same, <laughs> nothing new has happened? Yeah. So, like, what, what else have you been up to? Because last time we chatted, it was literally three or four weeks ago in Orlando, Florida. And I know that, uh, I know that you've been playing a big part over with the guys at Lake Ronix. And I know, uh, also, I saw another video of you come out, you and Gunther Oka. Woo! What, yeah. What's that all about? Yeah, so it's really cool what they're doing. They're trying to make wakeboarding into more of like an interactive thing where you're competing against your friends. And so they have this app that, you know, tracks all the tricks you do and gives you scores for how well you do them and stuff like that. So you can compete with other people at the cable or your friends on the boat or whatever you want to do. And you are like one of the designers or, or you've been helping with some of the design behind the device. Um, so like what's the process with all of that? Um, yeah, so Gunther and I have been, you know, really involved in helping them develop their app and help the device learn the tricks. So we go out and do all the tricks five or ten times so that they have data to pull from for how tricks can look to their device. So have you been to cable stock before? One time. I think it might have been 2011. Okay, so any good memories from that year at all or...? I don't really remember much at all. Just a blur. That's, well, that's what happens when you're just a young buck, man. All right, so uh, what else do you have going on uh, summer of 2017 that we can look, uh, look forward to seeing you at? Um, I'll be riding the whole pro tour. 
uh, the Super Pro Tour as well as as many of the WWA boat and cable events as I can. I'll definitely be doing the whole Wake Park World Series and uh, cable stock this weekend and fees next weekend. So oh, so you're you're heading to France? Yeah. Have you been to France before? No, I haven't. Is there anything that you're like nervous about going to France? I heard the meals are smaller. I think that's the case pretty much everywhere that's not America. That is the case pretty much everywhere but America. All right, cool. Well, uh, Jake, you going to be signing any issues of, of wakeboarding mag this weekend here at Cablestock? Um, I mean, that's not my plan, but if someone wants me to, I definitely can. Well, there it is, guys. Cover boy of wakeboarding mag, Jake Plot. Jake, uh, before I let you get out of here, your social media, sponsors, anything you want to talk about? Um, yeah, my social medias are just Jake underscore Palat. And yeah. Sponsors? Anything? Yeah, thanks, Ronix, Fox, and uh, Woo, and Performance. There he is. They call him Old Reliable, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for my man, Jake Pallad. Thanks, Dano. You. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bring up my next guest because he's got to make some moves tonight. He's got a live show himself happening up in Austin, Texas, which we all wish we could be at, but luckily we're going to get to hear his vocal stylings right here at Cable Stock happening tomorrow night. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for this man. Make some noise for Colin G. Jeez. Holy G. What up, Dano? What up, Colin? Oh, you know, vibing out, my dude. I like it, yeah. Put that cold Pacifico wherever you want to put it. I don't care. Shout out. Shameless plug to Pacifico. Let's talk about it, man. We're back yeah. here. We're at Cable Stock. You're a Texas OG, man. I met you. Ooh. I met you out at one of Bill Geiger's events. Yeah. Um, so that was 2005. Yeah. Dude, and you've come a long way. Were you wake skating in 2005 or you were still wakeboarding then? I was wake skating in 2005. Okay. And, I mean, and you are still wake skating yes, today. Sir. Yes, sir. Although it seems like for a little bit of a, a little bit of your life, the last I don't know seven or so years, music has yeah. kind of been at the forefront of what you do. Definitely. You're what, what would you consider yourself? A rapper? A hip hopper? What what would they call um, you? Yeah, man. I think a lyrical genius. I'm not a lyrical genius, but I think that the definition of rapper nowadays is is kind of has a different connotation towards it than a lot of people would really like, but I do consider myself a rapper. Um, and so, yeah, when someone asks me, you know, like what type of music I make, I describe it as hip hop. Uh, it's kind of a melting pot of genres, what we do. But yeah, I'm a rapper, Dano. And are you currently, are you still like doing your own thing or are yeah. you working with a band now? What's going on? I'm working with a band. The band is called Otic Empire. And we're actually playing Saturday night here at Cable Stock um, and we're, we're really excited. But I've been playing with the band for about three years and I've been more of a feature as, a, as opposed to a full member. But yes, I'm still working on solo music as well. I'm working on an EP right now uh, with a, a dude that's really talented that I went to college with that I'm pretty excited about. Have you had the opportunity to work with like anybody like really famous at all? Uh, man, I played a show with the Whalers two weeks ago. And what was that all about? I mean, it was legendary, you know? Like, we played with them in Houston. We got to play, they, they played at 10 o'clock. They played till midnight. And we actually went on after them. We played from midnight till two. and I don't know, like, I grew up listening to Bob Marley, and they have a new frontman that's synonymous to Bob Marley, and if, you're, if you had your back turned to the stage, it sounded like, it sounded like the Wailers did in the 70s. It was, 
it was pretty mind-blowing. It was a cool moment for sure. And how were you received going on after the Whalers? R really well. You know, I mean, we brought the vibe, and I think that everyone enjoyed the show. And, I mean, we just we have fun, man. That's the most important thing for us. Dude, you've gotten so much love in Texas. Have you felt any of that love uh, nationally at all? Definitely. I mean, as far as, like, playing shows nationally, the only, the only times I've really played outside of Texas were for, like, the Wayskate Tour with my friends. Um, and then, I, you know, I played a little bit when I was in Australia, but not much. I did like the Australian Wake Awards and things like that, but um, I feel love everywhere we go. You know, I mean, I'm I'm just thankful, and I mean, I feel like if you show love, you get love. You know, so absolutely it works out. Absolutely, and X Games, you did X Games a couple of years ago, yeah, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was a cool opportunity. Um, it allowed for a lot of doors to open up just because of the legitimacy behind it, and it was actually battle of the bands. I competed for it, and we and I made it in. So I was I was stoked, man. It was a good opportunity. Well, the crew from Texas always seems to support, and then of course. You've got that love from the wake skate community yeah. as well, which is always a beautiful thing. Definitely. So how involved have you been in the wake skate community as of late? Um, like how much wake skating are you doing these days? I'm, I'm riding often. And I mean, you know, when you grow up, your priorities kind of shift a little bit, whether it be, you know, you have to support yourself and, and make a living. Um, but I'm staying on the water and I'm having fun, you know, and, and learning new tricks and just... I don't know, spreading the stoke. I mean, we've been active. We're working on a movie called A Studiomo, directed by Andrew Ream. And that movie, I think, is going to put a really, a really incredible light on the sport of wake skating and the lifestyle behind it. So, I mean, man, we've been, we've been pushing for sure and keeping the love alive. The biggest kind of issue I see right now in wake skating is it just doesn't seem like there's enough eyes on it. There's not. And, you know, a lot of it is it's a monetary thing, you know. I mean, it's an... It depends on the economy. It depends on the sponsors involved. And it's a core group of people. And that core group of people is definitely pushing the sport in the right direction. And as you said, it's, it's getting to a point now that's it's mind-blowing. Like, the stuff that guys are doing on a wastegate now, if you look 10 years ago, people would laugh at it. Seriously. I mean, it's the same with any action sport. You know, everything's progressing at a freakish rate. I mean, you look at motor, like motocross, freestyle motocross back in the day when, you know, Kerry Hart fell on a backflip in the X Games back in, was it, like, 99? And now there's guys doing double backflips and double front flips. And, like, it's, it's the same concept. And I think that goes for just humans in general. We're constantly pushing the boundaries. And I'm just stoked, stoked to be a part of it. it. It seems to me as if the wake skaters are starting to be a little bit more receptive, though, to, like, opening up a little bit more. Yeah. It just seemed like the group kind of got closed in for a while there. Definitely, yeah. I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think it's going to take? That is a tough question, honestly, and I, I think that that requires a little more time than we maybe have. Uh, but I think that it's just going to take everyone coming together and, and being a family and pushing the sport in the right direction and, like you said, getting more eyes on it. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, financial things. You know, if, if we can find support and, and continue pushing that support and getting more eyes on it and that that involves all of us it takes it takes from a grassroots level to getting more kids wake skating and getting the youth into it and a new wave of talent coming up you know it's like that with anything so we're I think the youth is definitely holds the key and I mean that's that's one of my opinions on the topic well I could definitely agree and I'm I'm, I'm guessing that you and I could probably sit here for a real long time and talk oh, about yeah. the politics and everything absolutely but I know you got a busy night coming up here so oh, dude. I don't mean to put you spur of the moment here but we talked a little bit about your rap yeah. and I was hoping we got a, a little bit of a crowd here yeah um, I'm down Let's do I it. was hoping maybe you could 
maybe off the top of your head, come up with something, Golden Mike podcast. Yeah. You know, maybe Dan of the Man. I don't know. Make my head even bigger than it already is, you know? <laughs> All straight acapella, huh? If, if that, I mean, I could... I'm down. We don't I could try to put down. No, a we beat, don't. We don't need a beat. But I don't have any rhythm. All right, guys. Well, this is a very special treat for all of you guys. We've got Colin G. He's gonna give us a little, uh, little live rhyme right here on the Golden Mike podcast. Let's uh, have a listen. All right, three, two, one. Yeah. The name is Colin. To the left, I got them Dano. Keep it super real, and I hope you like the pram, bro. Yeah. That mic is kind of golden. Every time we get it on, it got that golden ticket like I'm Charlie Brown. I'm in the factory doing everything we can. Back in the day, they would laugh at me, but I'm having fun. You know we bring the vibe. Everybody in the building, put your hands up high. It's like so live. We chilling on that podcast. I keep it slow. Sometimes I like to rhyme fast. It's all good. I'm out at TSR. Showing love to everybody. I don't care who you are. Yeah, we about to throw it far like a Brett Favre pass. Get up in that touchdown. You know we about to last like a atomic bomb that we dropping on all the y'all. Then every time we get up on it, they loving like every song. So I'm on stage doing my thing. I really hope you people like it and know my name. But it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme because I'm going to keep on doing myself. Grand King, let's keep it real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Colin. Thanks a ton, bro. All right, dude, before I let you get out of here, uh, social media, where people can find your music, uh, sponsors, anything. Uh, Yeah, my Instagram tag is Colin G, C-O-L-L-I-N-G-E-E, and my SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash Colin G, and I also play in a band called Audic Empire, A-U-D-I-C-E-M-P-I-R-E. Check us out on Spotify. Working on a new album right now called Indica Nights. The first one's Sativa Sunrise. It's out now. yeah, keep it moving. Y'all have fun. All right, now y'all listen to me. Give it up for Colin G. Oh, Dano. <laughs> what do you think? Hey, you're a rhymer, bro. You want to play with me on Saturday? We'll see. We'll see. I'm yeah. going to put you on the spot. We're going to get Dano on the stage. Believe that. Maybe one of these times. We'll see. We'll find out. Guys, one more time for Colin G right there. You. All right, guys, right now I'd like to bring up a gentleman who I've had the opportunity to chat with a little bit up in the announcer's booth here and there. And, uh, well, when the Mano can't be there, well, this guy can. Give it up for Mark on the mic, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Hager. You. <laughs> what up, Dano? What's up, Mark? Hey, man, we're at Cable Stock. It's a good time. We're back, bro. We are back. We're here, and we're kind of in your neck of the woods, Texas State. Indeed. Welcome to the Lone Star State, man. This Thank is you. it. I've been here. I've been here, but it feels good, dude. And uh, I'm really excited to see you, and I got to hear you today. You're taking a little bit of the uh, load off of my shoulders this weekend, which is always nice. Yeah, man, these these multi-day events, it, you know, it helps so much to have... Uh, another announcer to bounce stuff off of. So you're not just talking to yourself in the booth. You know your voice gets tired after a couple days. And, uh, man, to have someone else that's that's talented, knows what they're doing, oh, man, it, it just lessens the load. It makes it so much easier. So always a pleasure to announce alongside you, Dano, the best in the biz. Oh, my God, as my head gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. All right, so, Mark, so here we are. We're at TSR. We're at Cable Stock. I feel like one of the reasons why you are – such a great uh, guy on the microphone is because you have a little bit of experience talking to crowds. Um, you're, you do a little bit, well, I don't know, would, you, would it be considered like preaching or, or yeah, t- you talk could, about what you do? Yeah, you could call it preaching. I, I actually, I, 
I have uh, the honor of preaching at my home church. Uh, every, every now and then they let me get up there and, and be the, the awkward wakeboarder in front of them talking about stuff. Uh, but yeah, so I run an organization called Wakewell. Uh, Wakewell is a ministry to uh, people in the wake culture. We, uh, we believe in bringing uh, the living water of God to the people in the wake culture. And we just want to show people that they are loved, that uh, they can be wakeboarders, and they can still have a relationship with God at the same time. So uh, we hold Wake Church at a lot of the, the multi-day events where we go out on Sundays. Uh, we'll do Sunday services before events like that. But then we also have Wakewell chapters all across the nation that meet weekly, gather together, they ride together, they hang out, they just live life together. And, uh, and that's the coolest part, man, getting, getting people together in their communities and pulling them uh, out of isolation into families, helping them have a good time. And, you know, water sports is such a, a relational way like it's just such a relational uh activity you have to wakeboard with other people you have to wake skate with other people you have to wakeboard or wake surf and water ski you can't do it alone and so Wakewell just brings people into communities uh brings them into the greater water sports family and hopefully uh, allows them to experience a positive influence while they're doing that and pushing positivity, man, right? Absolutely, man. That's what it's all about. We, uh, we want everyone to know that they are cared for, that they're loved, that they're important, and that, uh, you know, and that we believe that there's a God that thinks all that stuff of them. Okay, so now we're here at Cablestock, and tonight, um, this event that they're doing, I heard a, a bit of the proceeds are going to be going towards Wakewell. Yeah, man, we are so, so fortunate uh, to have an incredible relationship with the people here at the Texas Ski Ranch. Uh, we have a Wakewell chapter here. Uh, our, our relationship with uh, Morgan and Blake and just the whole crew out here has been absolutely phenomenal. And, uh, you know, part of cable stock every year is this casino night. They pick a charity to give back to. Uh, the proceeds raised from casino night, they want to give it back to a good cause. And this year they chose Wakewell to give back to. So, man, we are beyond blessed, so, so honored that they would consider, uh, you know, giving back to us and helping our ministry grow. And, and they're just incredible. Can't thank them enough. Absolutely. Well, Mark, you do a ton for, you know, you do a ton for the community and a ton for the sport. So definitely well earned on that end. Um, I do want to chat with you a little bit about um, Pro Wake Tour. Yeah, and man. you, I know you did a few events sprinkled in last year in 2016, maybe one or two in 2015, but 2016, they brought you on full on head announcer, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's a trip like this last year in 2016, I got to co-announce, uh, the pro tour and it was awesome. And I had such a blast. And this year they brought me on as, uh, the, the sole announcer and it, it's just been incredible. You know, uh, for me, I, I've been a Wake fan since day one, like pretty much when the sport started and Wakeboarding Magazine came out, like, oh man, I was, I was hooked on the sport and watching the Pro Tour every year and now to be, uh, you know, going there and being a part of it, playing a role, getting to announce the, the biggest tricks from the best riders, like, dude, it's a dream come true, honestly. I gotta say congratulations to you for uh, for the tour, man. That is that's some some huge stuff. And uh, 
definitely looking forward to hopefully you know catching up with you on the microphone a little bit more this year. Absolutely, man. Like I said, it's always a pleasure announcing alongside you. You make it so easy, so fun. And so uh, anytime we get the chance to be in the booth together, it is an absolute honor. Well, thank you, sir. Before I let you get out of here, do you want to give any plugs for any of your personal sponsors or uh, uh, social media, anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can follow me at Mark Hager. That's H-E-G-E-R. Uh, but uh, if you want to know more about Wakewell, you can go to wakewell.org. Uh, That's our website. You can follow it at Wakewell USA uh, on Instagram. Uh, and yeah, check us out. We would love to get you connected, tell you more information, help you start a chapter, uh, or if you want to support us in other ways, man, there's, there's plenty of ways to do that. So yeah, dude, thanks so much for, for keeping it real, keeping it live and, uh, keeping it fresh on the mic. Mark Hager, thanks a ton, man. Thank you, Dano. All right. My next guest, he's also another TSR original. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him up here right now. Mr. Blake has, yeah. Hey, Dano, welcome to Texas, buddy. Dude, you have been having some fun with a little bit of um, some hard work as well. You, okay, so for those of you guys who maybe this is the first time you're listening or uh, seeing us here on the Facebook live feed, uh, Blake Hess, you're one of the original guys who started the ski ranch right here. You had a vision. Talk about your vision that you had and when you had it. Correct. Well, uh, you know, I did some traveling when I was younger, skiing, kind of like you show skiing, went uh, overseas, got introduced to the cable system in Germany way back when, years, years ago. And then uh, we decided to build one here. So I met my partner, Paul Bialik, and we discussed it, talked about it. It was right as uh, OWC opened up. We went down there and uh, decided to, to build our own cable park here in Texas. So what I find so interesting about building this cable park is we're in Texas, and I mean, it's pretty hot here, and it seems like a lot of times we're, you guys are in drought more than you are, and I know right now we're not in a drought, but how crazy do people think you are when you, because these lakes were not here. Well, yeah, that, that brings up a whole other thing, because it's a crazy thing. We're on I-35, which is the busiest interstate in the country. It goes from Canada to Mexico, we're right in the middle. Uh, property here, as far as Texas goes, is pretty expensive, and we went and put two lakes. Can we just say it's prime? It's prime real estate. It is. It is. And we went and put two lakes on I-35 property, which uh, a lot of people looked at us like we were crazy. I, I mean, in a way, you were crazy. I mean, that, that's a. It was a huge gamble. That that was a gamble, but uh, you know, my partner had already owned the piece of property and was looking for something to do with it, and we convinced him somehow that this would be a good idea. Like over the years, what have been like maybe some of your most fond experiences here at Texas Ski Ranch? Not necessarily just at Cable Stock, but at the Ski Ranch in general. Ski Ranch in general has been great. Um, one of the most rewarding things is after you've done this for 16, 17 years, you know, you get to see people grow up. We've had, I think it's up to about 14 or 15 couples that have met here that are now married that uh, would never have met if it wasn't for Texas Ski Ranch. We've had People that work for us when they were younger in college now bring their kids out here to play and, and start to learn to wakeboard. And seeing those people that worked here when they were 20 years old now with families of their own out here still playing at the same place is it's pretty amazing. Well, dude, there's so much to do here. And like what I've always appreciated about you is you're a guy who comes up with an idea and who executes an idea. And sometimes they work. And sometimes they don't work. Sometimes they don't work, but they're fun. I want to hear about some of those that didn't work. Well, you know, Cable Stock, we always try to push the envelope for what, uh, what we're doing as far as tournaments for format, anything else. We're the first ones to have a boat and cable and features-only competition, you know, across the board. 
things like that. We've tried stuff, the hybrid competition. I don't know if you are here that year where we... Oh, I was. Where we took the boat out and put it on the two-tower system and run in the opposite directions, kind of just playing around, having fun, where they were hitting the boat wake while being pulled by the uh, cable system. So we do all kinds of different stuff. We've... Uh, we, done a we did a junior tri-X for a couple years, which was young kids and had everything from obstacle courses to mini 50 races. And what has been, What is something that you tried that was like on paper, it was like awesome, and then you just did it and it was like wah-wah? I don't know if it was wah-wah. It didn't work great, but one time we did uh, try to combine in this multi-sporter. We try to use all the different venues we have on the property. So we combined paintball and wakeboarding in one. It's kind of like a team thing, so your teammate was trying to shoot the other riders out on the cable, and it was, I don't know if I'd say it was a want-want, but it was kind of fun to watch some of those young Groms get pegged in the face as they ride by on their wakeboard. But I can also understand why that event didn't last. Yeah, that one didn't take off kind of like we, we had hoped it did. Evidently, it doesn't feel too good to be hit by paintballs while you're wakeboarding at 20, 25 miles an hour. No, I can't imagine. Nah, probably I don't like being hit by paintballs in general so and in defense we did give them a mask so their eyes were safe it's no secret that you are not at the ski ranch nearly as much as you once were and there's some new ventures and uh and i guess just just things in life occupying your time that's can you talk a little bit about what i'm talking about sure can yeah that's no big deal at all so texas ski ranch will be always part of my life i'm a partner here and come back always but um i like challenges and i like new things and i got a call from the surf park up the road enland surf park and they were looking for some help as a general manager and and offered me a position and uh, i spend you know a lot of days up there now and i come back down here whenever i can and we got a great team here that's allowed me to step away and uh go on to different and and exciting opportunities and the great thing is texas ski ranch is still here thriving without me well, and it, the, and the surf park's not that far from here, right? Yeah, about 45 minutes is all, right by the Austin Airport. Okay, so what's, what has it been like since you guys have opened? Have you guys uh, had any, like, speed bumps or hurdles or anything like that? So the, the park is amazing, and the, uh, the owner um, and founder, Doug Coors, from the Coors Brewing family, is, is just an amazing guy to work with and work for. And he's, you know, put, put a lot of uh, not just money but effort into it. It's something he's always wanted. He's a very smart guy, and he engineering degree when he was in college so it wasn't just something he wanted to do out of the blue it was something he's dreamed about for a long time and worked on and you know there have been some struggles with any new technology it's tough and when you imagine what the waves do in the ocean i mean wear away the side wear away at the side of huge rock faces things like that making the wave is one thing but getting rid of the wave is a whole nother thing so there's been a been some issues and uh we opened last year for about a month and uh, had to close a little early for the off season but we're back open now and People are enjoying waves out there every day, and we're just having a blast running it. That is awesome. I gotta, I, I gotta ask you, like, how many people are coming through the the surf park? Well, the park at any time, there's three different waves. The reef wave is the advanced wave that most of the pictures that people see or want to see on the internet, the better wave. And there's ten spots for that. And then we have a beginner side and more of an intermediate side. So in total, you can fit about 120 max capacity out in the lagoon. Um, ten spots for that high end surfer, and then another 110 spots for intermediate and beginner and 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 that type of thing. So quite a few people can be all on the lake enjoying the wave at one time. Very, very cool. All right, so before I let you get out of here, if anybody wants to cruise out to the ski ranch or if they want to come up and do some surfing with you, can you get, kind of give us some information on all that? Yeah, sure. Texas Ski Ranch, I hope you guys that are listening to this know it at TexasSkiRanch.com and Instagram's at Texas Ski Ranch as well as Twitter and you can find us on Facebook and Enlin's just EnlinSurfPark.com and same thing, you can find that on Instagram, Twitter, whatever else if you forget. 
I'm Blake Hess, and you can find all the, the links to those at BlakeHess.com. Boom. There it is. Blake Hess, thanks a ton, man. Nailed it. Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate right. you coming out again. Absolutely. Guys, give it up for this man right here. Make some noise for Blake Hess. All right, we're going to take a quick break right here, folks, so I can talk about my friends over there at SeaDeck Marine Products, made right here in the USA, and was stoked to have them as a part of this year's Cable Stock as a sponsor of the entire weekend. Get your boat looking brand new this summer with some custom SeaDeck non-skid traction on your boat, in your boat, on the dock, or anywhere normally prone to slippery surfaces, even paddle boards or wake surfers. Pretty much anything you can think of. SeaDeck has a growing network of certified fabricators and installers covering the USA, Canada, Europe, and the South Pacific. And now it's easier than ever to have a SeaDeck professional take your project from start to finish. Go to SeaDeck.com, hit the custom button on their website, and look for the interactive map to locate a SeaDeck certified fabricator or installer in your area to schedule an appointment today. Again, that's SeaDeck.com, a company that I'm honored and proud to have as the number one supporter of the Golden Mike Podcast. Now, let's get back to the live episode from the 2017 TSR Cable Stock. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest, making his second appearance on the Golden Mike Podcast ever, doing it right, Josh Wright. Give it up for Josh Wright, everybody. Hell it, Dano. Dude, I am just amping on. I didn't know this until I re-listened to your podca- uh, to the podcast uh, from from TSR last year. Yeah, and you were the second ever cable stock champion. Two thousand four. Two thousand and four. So, um, fifteen years later. Yep. Wow. Are you still feeling it? Yeah. You feeling that win? I'm feeling it in the knees. It never goes away, right? Never goes away. Man, so you are back in Texas, dude. Last year when we chatted, you were um, one of the guys helping run Revolution Cable Park down in Fort Myers, Florida, yep. where you had been for about nine years. You, you, you started there when they opened. Yep, 2008 to uh, 2016. Almost eight years to the date. And you have decided to come home. What's up with that? Texas, man. You can take the boy out of Texas, but you can't take the Texas out of the boy. Have you been waiting to say that line? I've been waiting to say that. I think I practiced that one a time or two in the shower. Okay, so but but seriously, I want to find out, like, because you had a lot of great things going on at Revolution. Everything cool still down at Revolution? Everything is awesome down there. Nick DeMacy still runs the place. He keeps it top notch. Uh, One of the best cable owners around. He knows his stuff really well. I've taught him really well. Um, He's an engineer he's got engineering background so this type of thing kind of ticks with him naturally and he loves that type of thing and you can tell it when you go to fort myers um great cable park awesome facility great guy okay but now but here we are dude you 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 started at tsr right you worked here a decade plus ago yep so it started around 2001 or something and uh you know, we, we saw it in, like, 99. We, everybody saw OWC, and we were like, what is this? And we all kind of kept tabs on OWC, wanting to know what that was. And then, before you know it, they built one of these in the field. And Blake Hess was here during that time. And uh, he got pretty frustrated with me, I'm pretty sure, because I knocked on the door every single day and I asked if they needed help. And I was here every single day 
until they gave me a job. So you worked for free until they paid you. I wasn't going to take no for an answer. There was something about wakeboarding. This stuff flows through my veins. I get Texas in my blood. This is home. Um, my soul's buried out there. I laid a lot of that grass. I dug a lot of those ditches. Blake Cass and I planted those palm trees on the beach in 2001. How has the park changed since, you know, 2001 all the way till today? 2001, we had a cable lake and a little a cable shack. And that's about all we had out here. A, a, a rave inflatable slider. If you remember those, those are pretty rough to hit. Yeah, I think they those... kind of gave way a little bit when yeah. you hit them. So things have changed here, and you are um, you're running a little bit of a separate event during Cable Stock this weekend as well. You're doing like a bit of a truck show, so I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just kind of decided to personally take on the challenge, and you know, we we went over in meetings what made TSR special to us what made cable stock special to us. And one of my favorite years was 2004 when I was champion. You can't forget that, but- Of course, that's, that was special for me. And, and some of the later years, um, we had truck shows out here, low rider car shows, and we had the whole parking lot full of trucks and things. So I remember that being really cool. And I'm a, kind of a truck guy. I like cars and trucks and we all like to see nice things and people who are passionate about what they do. It, so, would it be rude of me to say you are from Texas? I am from Texas. I like trucks. We, we were talking about it this morning. I was Everybody like, I loves like trucks, it. but they just don't do it for me. I love them. Some okay, people so, like disc and water skis, and yeah. some people like tractors. Some people like trucks. Some people like Honda Civics. Yeah, we're yeah. truck people here in Texas. All right. Hey, Josh, let everybody out there know where they can find you on that social media feed and who hooks you up with all your free stuff. Josh Wright 81 on Instagram and the Facebook and whatnot. Um, Slingshot's been with me and I've been with Slingshot for 10 years now. So ride more Slingshot, join the family. And always TSR is very supportive in every single way. These guys are family, so I can't thank them enough. And thank you. I appreciate it, Dano. Hey, man. Always good. Always good. This is always fun. Guys, give it up for this man. Make some noise for Josh Wright, everybody. All right, we've got two guests left to go to close this thing out. And uh, this is, this next guest, well, this is the gentleman that introduced me to the Texas Wake Life Style. He's a guy who's been putting on events here in Texas for well over a decade and a half, and he's been supporting the uh, Texas Wake scene, and well, just nationally the Wake scene, Toad Water Sports in general scene for quite some time. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you get when you take a former radio announcer, a guy who can sell ads all around the country and loves to ride behind the boat? It's Geiger. Texas style. What's up, Dano? Bill Geiger, what's up? Always good to see you back here in Texas. You know, we always have a good time. Dude, for years you've been paying me to keep you off of that thing right there. There you go. Now you forced me on. But it's, I, it's all good, though. I'm a fan, so. What's up, Geiger? You know, my favorite Dano story ever, actually, is uh, Rip Tank Rail Jam, Lubbock, Texas. Dano comes out to be our announcer, and we had a crowd thousand couple thousand people lined up we're in the streets downtown in the, the the depot district with all the bars ready for the rail jam and before you came on you stepped behind the malibu boat and ducked down low and gave yourself 
the best announcement I've ever heard in my life. Yes, I used to. Before you ran out from behind the boat and waved to the crowd and got the show started, and it was freaking awesome. I used to introduce myself. What do you do, right? Yeah, well, some when when you don't have when you don't have your uh, I don't know your Andy to Conan. You need to do it yourself, right? I should have grabbed the mic. I should have introduced you. I was just in awe watching you introduce yourself. It was the greatest thing I ever saw. Well, I think what was going through your mind was, are you seriously telling me that you are about to announce yourself? (laughs) Like, if, if I can remember back, I probably made you hold the show off. For an extra 45 seconds so I could give so myself... So you could do your announcement. It was great. It was the greatest buildup ever. And then you came and delivered, as always. I thank you for being here, Bill. And I'm, I'm really excited that you are back a part of this, dude. Uh, I know you had stepped away from the wake scene for a few years. And you had uh, you'd really been pushing um, the skateboard stuff here around Texas. Yep. But you are back. And you have helped solidify some sponsorships here at Cablestock. Yep. And I just want to find out um, what your role is here this year. Well, so you're right. I mean, I had so much fun. The, the years that we did the Texas Wakeboard Tour and everybody here in Texas and everybody that was a part of it when we started doing the rail jams, friends forever. And I miss all those guys dearly. So I think it was when, when the market, 2008, when the market kind of took a dive and it was really hard on an industry that sells high-end products like wakeboarding. It was time I had to make a change and uh, was able to get in and do the skateboard stuff. That was awesome. We did that for five years. We called it the Rat Tour, the Regional Amateur Tour. Basically, it was a Texas wakeboard tour with skateboarding. So many great parks here in Texas that we visited and saw a lot of kids, just like with the wakeboard series, a lot of kids that got in the first year. And by the fifth year, they were moving up. And some of them live in California now and are pro skaters. So that was awesome. So since then, I've been doing some of my own events and also kind of helping procure sponsors for other events. And along the way, we, I, I work with some guys in Dallas, do a big sneaker and streetwear expo. My first time there, I had no idea what to imagine. Blew me away. This whole underground sneaker culture is amazing. I was reading an article last night. It's like a $1 billion a year industry of kids that buy and sell aftermarket sneakers. So I partnered with these guys in Dallas. They do an event called Kickspo. I'm still working with them. In fact, I did a Kickspo with them in San Antonio last year. So it's a really cool lifestyle event, sneakers, streetwear. Through that, Mountain Dew, long story short, I'm getting to what you're asking. Mountain Dew came on board as our title sponsor. That was a great audience for them. My partner that I met at Mountain Dew, who's a friend of mine, uh, he left after a couple years and went to work for Constellation Brands, which is Pacifico, Modelo, uh, Corona. Let's just say it, the good stuff. All the good stuff. The Mexican beers are blowing up right now, and I'm a fan myself. And I, I was bummed, you know, you finally get a good sponsorship deal going with somebody, you got a solid relationship and you're doing good events, which we were doing with Mountain Dew. And then I called and he was gone. But he said, don't worry, I'm with uh, the beer brands now and we're looking for cool stuff to do. So in a nutshell, they called me a couple months ago and said, you know, Pacifico, the whole deal behind Pacifico is born in Baja, imported by surfers, which is how it happened. It's a beer that's brewed in Mexico and surfers used to buy it and bring it back up into California. So their whole deal is surf lifestyle, water sports, wake. And they knew I had, had been involved in the, the Texas wakeboard tour. So, OK, so Geiger, let's since you do have such deep history in the Texas wake scene, the first ever Texas wakeboard tour stop happened right here right at Texas here at Ski Texas Ranch. Right here at Texas Ski Ranch. 2004, 
It was uh, uh, a few months after I got out of the radio business and, and decided I had a passion for wakeboarding and wanted to try to see if I could make a go with that. And we put it together. And of course, where else would you go, right? This was the place. I mean, this was one of the first wake parks in the country. And it's, it continues to be one of the premier spots. And, and I got together with Blake and Paul. And, and we, uh, they, they allowed me to come down here and do my... And you know, a, a great keynote to that, and I know you're going to talk to him in a little while. One of the riders that ended up on the podium was somebody that none of us up in Dallas had ever heard of, a young wakeboarder by the name of Tom Fouché, who came out and blew everybody away at the first stop ever. And, of course, he was a, a mainstay of the Texas Wakeboard Tour since then, the five years that we, that we continued with that. Well, absolutely, and, and, I, and I just have to, like, find out, you know, like, watching a guy like Tom and seeing how far he's come, and, you know, in a way, you were there, you know, to help kind of mold him, especially in his early contests and stuff, but, like, what does it mean to you nowadays to, like, look at a guy at Tom, like Tom and see how far he's come? Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? When you see, and especially what we did with the Texas Wakeboard Tour, it was an amateur series. It was for all these guys, so many great riders in Texas, and what I always loved about the Texas Wakeboard Tour was, Every market's got a different style of rider. The guys down here in Austin, the Gabe uh, Lucases and the, the Chris Ramirez, those guys always would just go huge and land way out in the flats, which I love to watch. Then up in Dallas, you had the Dustin Swaffords and the Joey Bradleys that were such technical guys that spin and twist like you couldn't even imagine. And then Houston had its own scene, so it was so fun going around and watching that. And there's no doubt there's a lot of guys... Evan Likes is a kid, a name from way back then. It was a, a wake skater. Kids like Colin G, who you talked to tonight, who, who came out, and they were just, I mean, they were 12 and 13 years old, and they were killing it on the Texas Wakeboard Tour. And they all went on and, and did video parts and are still riding today. The guys from this area, Tom Fouché, Brett Little, who we know, I mean, slays it to this day on a wake skate. I hope we see him this weekend. Gabe was always one of my favorite guys to watch because he's just so much style, goes so big, and... Yeah, to watch guys like Tom get to the level he has, so stoked. I, I feel like a proud dad, even though I'm not his dad. I'm the same age as his dad, who's hey, also a great guy, You're like way. a second dad. There you go. Or a third, because I'm sure Tom's got quite a few. So, Geiger, I usually ask like all the athletes and all the folks uh, if they have any sponsors or social media or anything that they want to push or talk about here. So, before I let you get out of here, any uh, any plugs you want to make? Yeah, you know what? I really don't. I mean, I, I, under. I, under myself, I, I feel so fortunate that I've been able to, since I got out of the radio business, which is now going on 11, 12 years, that I've just been able to have fun putting events on and getting sponsors involved. And, and again, the only one, and I, I don't want to overdo it, but so stoked to hook up with these guys from Pacifico. And, and the reason why is because they wanted to do this. It wasn't a, you know, you, you're always out there beating, the, beating doors and rattling trees trying to get sponsors on board. And this was one that kind of called me and said, we love wakeboarding and we love water sports. What can you help us get involved in? And, man, talk about something that falls in your lap that's right up your alley. So I'm stoked on that, and, and uh, I hope they're, they're happy with this. They're not just sponsoring the event this weekend. They've kind of partnered with Texas Ski Ranch. They're going to be kind of an, a, an ongoing partner throughout the year, and same thing with Hydras up in Dallas. So I'm so stoked that they're involved in the sport now, and I'm glad that I get to be a part of it and, and help them make a good impression and, and do the things that, that we all know we're, we're capable of. Absolutely. Geiger, thanks a ton, man. Thank you so much for having me. You. All right, guys, give it up for Bill Geiger. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's my proud pleasure to introduce to you my final guest of tonight's live episode. Coming to you from right here in New Braunfels, Texas. He is a 13-time cable stock champion. They call him 
the king of the cable. I call him king of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for old Tommy football, Texas Tom Fouché. Texas style. What do you get? When you mix an overhead cable system, a Malibu 22 MXZ, some of the best wakeboarders in the world, and over 10,000 people, you, water freaks. you get a wakeboard event, Texas-style cable stock. Geiger, I told you I was bringing up Tom. <laughs> oh, man. How's it going, Dano? What's up? What's up? Flatwater Freaks. Flatwater Freaks. Was that a little early? I'm I'm so into it, man. What is Flatwater Freaks? <laughs> you, Gunther? Uh, uh, Gunther, I believe Jake Pallad is one of the uh, Flatwater Freaks ourselves, you know? Um, but... Uh, yeah, man, I think, I think last time I saw you was literally on the other side of the earth. Yes, we were in Manila. Yes. Uh, it was a night to remember, but it will never be remembered. Exactly. Except for by us who were there to experience <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. It was, it was the best of times. Actually, we did, we did our last podcast uh, with you and I there at CWC, a little further south of uh, Manila. That's right. Okay, so let's talk about TSR. Here we are. We're in your backyard, your home park, your hometown. Um, break it down. How many cable stocks have you been to? How many cable stocks have you competed in? How many cable stocks have you won? Well... Man, this gets scary because we've got competitors that were born after the first cable stock. Competitors that may be on the podium with you. Uh, competitors that are probably going to be in that first place position type thing. So, uh, But no, uh, I can fortunately say I've been to every single cable stock. I did not ride the first two, but I was, a spe- I was there as a spectator, Dano. And, did you not uh, think that you could compete in the first two, or wh- well, what actually, held you back? The first one, I had only ridden the cable system. I didn't even know what one was until my good friend Blake Hess, like I had known him uh, before this place had opened, and I came down the opening weekend that this place, the opening time with my good friend Keith, and uh, we came down and rode the year it opened, and then uh, I just wanted to come down and check it out. Like back then, of course, you know, like I was just... Oh, I mean, I still am a massive Wake fan, you know. I just wanted to come out and check it all out. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it gave me the itch to come back the following year and do the same thing. I was even more pumped in it. And then uh, the next year I found myself riding in it. Before wakeboarding, what were you going to be? Were you going to be a professional football coach? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Actually, that, that's actually – I like where you're going with this, though. No, no. So before wakeboarding – well, I, I've been wakeboarding a long time, but we'll just, we'll just go with my high school years – you know, I was that typical Texan, you know, I'm like, football is bigger than everything, Friday Night Lights, so did that whole thing, you know, still to this day, it's like one of my biggest passions, like I love the game, and, uh, and so yeah, you know, like that's what I wanted to do, but when you're five foot five, you got to seek out and find something uh, that you're a little bit more sized to, so as Ollie Jerome and myself prefer to say, we are action sports sized. Yeah, you are action sports sized. Exactly, uh, not so much football size. So even so though that's you what didn't, I, you didn't choose the sport. The sport chose you. Uh, sure, I'll go with that one. <laughs> in a way, in yeah, a way, I'll go, I'll go with that one. But yeah, it was uh, you know I, obviously that that dream got crushed really quick of uh, of of playing football. So uh, you know at that point I was like. I knew I, w- I didn't know what I was going to do, so I enrolled at the local community college, and at that exact same time, you know, when I graduated, I had applied to be on Texas Ski Ranch's professional team, 
which the members of it then were like Josh Wright, Josh Potter, Gabe Lucas, Chris Ramirez. Like, it was actually a really legit team of writers. Um, it sounds it, like all of your best friends. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's how the, this is where this leads into. This is the connection to the story. So, uh, so yeah, I applied to be on their pro team. Blake put me down as their boat, as their third member to their boat pro team. And part of that meant, you know, like I was going to be able to ride the cable bunch. That led into me getting a job working camp. And that led into me being down here all the time. And next thing you know, I worked in every single department at this place during my years I worked here. And, um, man, let's fast forward 13 years later and here we are. Your, your role here, I mean, kind of like <laughs> partner-ish or? Uh, you know, we're, we'll just sit around and say, uh, I, you know, as I, like we kind of said, you know, it's, it's, my, it's my backyard here. This is my... Luckily, these guys welcome me to uh, my, my playground here, but uh, I, they, they let me have a lot of freedom. So I, I kind of get to do whatever I want, think with the approval, of course. But, uh, you know, again, like I can't thank these guys enough because obviously I wouldn't be where I'm at without this place. Sure. How much, before you got sponsored by TSR, how much like wakeboarding were you actually doing? Uh, you know, my, I was really doing it a lot behind the boat starting then, like, uh, especially my senior and like juniors of high school. Uh, it's funny because I had to have like all my football buddies, you know, we'd have games on Friday nights. So on Thursdays, coaches would let us have the afternoon off. And I'd take all my buddies out to Lake Austin. I had another friend of ours boat that would let us use it. And I'd let all my football buddies they gas up the boat for me, and all I had to do was pull them on a tube for like five minutes, you know, wear them out. They think they can hold on. Pulling I was that tubes. same kid, too. Love it. Yeah, so, you know, I'd pull them around, and then then I would, they would pull me, and I would get my, my three sets. So I really started getting into it, you know, like my junior, senior year of football, but, or of high school, but I'd never ridden a cable until I, right about the time I graduated when I came down here. So I was doing a lot of wakeboarding. I knew once the football thing got crushed. You always had baseball. This was it. <laughs> no. yeah, 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 there's always baseball. Well, basketball wasn't my thing either, Dan. No. You could have been a point guard. <laughs> We're a, we'll, we'll call it a power point guard, sure. right? Uh, no, no. So, yeah, so that's where, uh, that's where I was at in life. You know, it was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just go to school and, um, and do this wakeboard thing. And, uh, man, it just turned into, like, it was like anything I could do to get out of school to come up and ride, you know. So one thing led to another. Dude, you've been you've been sort of credited by a lot of people, including myself, to take cable wakeboarding, which was which was technical. How did you get the? Um, I don't I don't really know exactly the word I'm thinking of here, but like, where did the inspiration yeah. to to ride the way that you rode? Well, I, you know what? You get, that's a great question. You know, surprisingly, like I haven't really been asked that very much, and I can relate it to you know, for me myself, like I was coming out here, I I was that kid again when I was like 19 years old out here going, oh, I'm a boat rider, I'm not, I don't do this cable stuff, whatever, you know. And there was only like, I think there was three of them when I first started, and uh, you know the like three cables, uh, Orlando Water Sports Complex, Ski Rickson, and here in and shortly after Kansas City Water Sports opened up, but um. Those three were happening when I first started. And the big thing to me when I came out here, I actually really wasn't into the rails that much, but I was hitting the, I was really into hitting the kickers because they felt so much like a boat wake. They were the closest thing to a boat wake to me. So, you know, I, I started getting this success of like, all right, I learned something off the kicker on cable, and then I'd turn around and learn it in boat. So that started going on. Then obviously, 
you know, I, I luckily the crew that we had here, we had some really rail-driven riders like Gabe and, and Josh and those dudes. So they were building new stuff. And where there wasn't kickers, that's where I was hitting rails. You know, so I really just got into the cable thing. And, and I was that dude that had the life jacket tan line riding cable for seven hours a day. Um, so it was, it was really just a means of making my boat riding better back then. But now, you know, it's like, but at the time, you know, and, and obviously now it's like I still really enjoy it. But come the end of the day, they complement each other. They complement each other so much. And I'm so glad to see now we have so many all-terrain riders of kind of how I refer to it, guys that ride both boat and cable. And you're looking at guys like Jake. Jake's a perfect example, you know? Like, he's a dude that rode boat and is insanely good at boat. And look at him now. Like, he hasn't really been doing the, the regular traditional cable stuff that long, and now he's already third in Wake Park World Series. So, you and, know. And it, it wasn't a hand me either. It no. wasn't handed to him either. No, like, not, as, was, not at all. Cable is definitely... Uh, it's very, very global. It's so global, very but I'm global. just saying, like, in the world of toad water sports right now, it just seems like it's becoming so much more accessible and um, the, the growth of it, of course. Yeah, a- absolutely, you know, and um, it, it, that's one thing I've really noticed, you know, because throughout my years of it, like, it was more so like a European thing kind of when I first came into it, and it really wasn't very feature-oriented. Um, you know, and everything evolves, so here we are, like I said, like, I kind of came in with the more... F- my thing was I really focused on the features. My first few years, you know, I really wasn't into the flats trick thing. That was where I, I lacked, but I was able to make up for it in the feature side of thing. And I think because of riding boat, you know, I at least got some sort of respect for, at least I hope so, from, uh, from the boat community and uh, kind of helped bring the, the two together. And that, you know, again, it started in Europe with cable and it's in... Now it's kind of branched over to the U.S., so hopefully now we will, the boat scene will grow even larger in Europe. Is now you know we are having events in Portugal. We got a Malibu event this year in Vienna, so it's pretty cool to see cables now made its itself big over here, which it was big in Europe. Now boats starting, and we have way more. We have guys from the Netherlands, guys from France. We have guys from all over Italy. I mean, obviously, Mossy's one of the best. The, uh, the Italian wakeboarders are, I mean, we uh, Georgia Gregoria, mm-hmm. she just took a win at uh, exactly. first stop of the Wakeboard World Series. So it's kind of cool to see now they're picking up where we were strong, and we, we picked up where they were strong. So now it's, uh, now it's not just cable being global, it's boat being, it's just wakeboarding being global, which is, again, the goal come the end of the day, man, is just to spread it. To as many people as we can. Okay, so before you head out, anything new from Axis we can be looking forward to in 2017, 2018? Anything coming up? Uh, well, 2018, uh, if you want to ask me in a week from now, I could have some well, some, some good stuff. But uh, I can tell you, no, no, no. With, with those guys, man, they're constantly evolving, constantly making stuff better. Every time I go and uh, check out, go to the shoot, see next year's stuff, man, I'm always blown away. And for the price that they... Uh, that, that they sell these things for is, is insane, man. They, they really do well with it. It's, uh, it's like what I always call, man. It's a rider's boat, dude. You know, it's, uh, it's the affordable one that whatever you're doing behind it, you're guaranteed to have a great time. So uh, creates a good wake for uh, a fraction of the price. All right. So for the folks listening here, where can they see you in 2017? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that this year, you know, same thing. I'm like partnered up with Malibu and, and Axis. Like I will... Judge, be judging and, and hopefully riding also, but for sure judging all the Evolution series. So, you know, I'll be in Vienna, Austria, which I've never been to before. I'm really looking forward to the Factory Pro event in, uh, 
in right outside of Knoxville or in Knoxville, Tennessee, and then the last one in Japan, which actually I have not been to Japan before, Dano. So I'll be looking forward to uh, I'll show you having, around having you and Bryant show me what's up because I know you guys got that place locked up. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna eat some ramen. We're gonna cook some <laughs> meat. Um, ourselves on little grills in front of ourselves. Right. Yeah. Eat some sushi though, right? Um, we're gonna eat some sushi for okay. sure. Yeah, we're we're gonna be we're gonna do basically what you think we're gonna do in Japan. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it Texas style. Oh man, we're going big. All right, hey Tom, uh, before I let you get out of here and get back to the casino, uh, any sponsors, social media, any love you want to throw out there? Well, absolutely, Dan. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do that. Uh, I mean, I'll just say all my social feeds are just at Tom Fouché. That's F-O-O-S-H-E-E. Um, are you sure it's Fouché? Because I've heard some of your best friends call you Fushi. You know what? When you got a nice name like that, man, you just go with any way people pronounce it. I, so, I, I would say it like this. Fush. That's what my coaches would say in high school. But, you know, uh, maybe instead of uh, giving the sponsor shout-out, I'm actually going to give a uh, m- people that have helped me shout-out and they're part of it via sponsors. So, you know, like, obviously, we'll start with Numero Uno right here at Texas Ski Ranch in Texas Malibu. You know, Blake Hess um, and Paul Bialik right there from Square One. Um, then Liquid Forest, man. Don Wallace, Aaron Grace, Tony Finn, Jimmy. Legends. Uh, following that, I, we're going to go with uh, Malibu Axis, man. They've uh, just been amazing here. I, I cannot say enough good things about them, especially about Brian Thomas and, uh, and Jack and, and the whole crew there, man. They are such a such a good people to work with. Um, just everybody in general, the Hoven crew, Chad and, and, uh, and all those guys out there, man, they, they've been supportive. And you know what? I'm going to bring it right back here one more time with home, the Boardco crew, the whole man family, Brad, manager Brad right over there, man. All those dudes in there. This is a rad place, rad community right there. So uh, shout out to my people right here at TSR and uh, come get a high five this weekend. Do you want the listeners to come ride with you here at Texas Ski Ranch? I mean, how accessible are you, Tom Fouché? Hey, I, I ride here. Every day that I'm in town. And you're if I'm not, in town, I'm here every day. So come up here, come ride. Come ride with me. I love, I need people to ride with. And you're not saying come ride with you, like come take lessons from you. You're like No, saying, I'm saying come on the dock and, and tell me to do something or uh, or ask me how to, do so, how to do a trick. What was I having you do today? Oh, man. You were definitely, I, I cannot wait to see what you do with the photo, Daniel. Uh, you were having me do the, the Air Rayleigh point. Right at that camera, man. Uh, the, uh, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance for you if you take this the wrong way, but I look at you as a legend. The Rob Map. Yeah, I, exactly. You're kind of stargazing it too, right? Oh, yeah. You, stargazing? Well, you, you want me to give that shout-out to Shannon Starling right there? Might the official well. stargazer himself? <laughs> he might as well. <laughs> you always got to do it. Tom, dude, I want to thank you again, and uh, this has been really fun. Always a good time chatting with you on the hey, mic. Thank you, Dano. <laughs> Get that handshake in there. Uh, Tom was literally putting the microphone up to the handshake. Uh, I hope you guys heard that. That's not how it works. All right, guys, give it up for this man. Make some noise for Tom Fouché, everybody. We out. Lead Wake is a company with a mission to help get you that perfect wake this year. Lead Wake ballast bags are designed with wake surfers and wakeboarders in mind and are made perfectly to be placed and stacked in tight spaces. Lead Wake bags were designed to be shifted around in your boat by you easily 
and will help crisp up any wake in a matter of seconds. Multiple weights are available in all orders inside the U.S. Get free shipping. Go to leadwake.com for more info. That's L-E-A-D-W-A-K-E dot com. GoPuck, the leader in wearable power. GoPuck is the ultimate personal power solution to charge all USB-powered devices. Designed for those with an active lifestyle, you're able to clip, strap, or mount the power wherever you need, giving you the ability to easily rapid charge your devices multiple times hands-free. Three size options are available online at gopuck.com and you can use promo code MANO30 at checkout for 30% off. Again, that's MANO30, M-A-N-O-3-0 at gopuck.com. The Golden Mike Podcast is back with the noise of the north, Dano the Mano, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. Yeah, thank you to TSR, the Texas Ski Ranch. I love these live episodes. They're always a blast. Appreciate those guys for hosting me and giving me the opportunity to podcast in front of the live crowd that night during casino night. It's my second year in a row and just a really good time. And I think everybody really enjoyed it. The crowd was a little loud, but uh, you could feel a lot of energy. Speaking of energy, folks, we've got a ton of energy coming up this weekend at the Malibu Rider Experience. This is the Western WWA Wakeboard Regionals. It's happening June 23rd through the 25th, so I'm on my way up to Portland, Oregon, and then I'm going to head up to Black Diamond, Washington, which isn't too far, but that's where the first two days of the event are. And then Sunday, the 25th, we're going to be back in Portland, Oregon for Surfgate Sunday. Then July kicks off with stop number one of the Malibu Evolution Pro Series. It's the Malibu Factory Smoky Mountain Pro in Ludon, Tennessee. I hope I said that right. That's July 7th and 8th. Also, we're going to be going to Vienna and back to Japan this summer as a part of the Malibu Evolution Pro Series. So I'm really looking forward to getting some more of that international travel under my belt. July 14th, 15th, and 16th, we're going to be in Kenosha, Wisconsin, again for Malibu Rider Experience. And then the following weekend, we're going to finish off the Rider Experience season up in Canada. After that, guys, it's the last weekend of July. We're going to be in Waco, Texas for the WWA Wake Park National Championships. And then we start off the month of August in Ackworth, Georgia, for this 2017 WWA Wakeboard Nationals. Now, if anybody listening is interested in having me announce, commentate, do voiceover work, or appear at your next event, maybe you want to advertise in the Gold Mike podcast or ask me any question in general, just shoot me an email, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com. You can also message me through the Golden Mike podcast Facebook page. I am on iTunes, and I hope you guys have all found me there and are listening and have subscribed. If you haven't, please do so. Then go back and rate and review the podcast. Also, we've got pretty much every episode of the podcast up on SoundCloud, so please check us out there as well as online at noiseofthenorth.com. Follow me on Twitter at TheDanoTMano and at the golden underscore Mike. Again, on Instagram at DanoTMano. And please 
Be sure to like and share the Golden Mike Podcast Facebook page with all of your friends. I want to send a big shout out and one more thank you to all my friends at TSR, the Texas Ski Ranch, as well as all of my guests, Jake Pilat, Colin G., Mark Hager, Blake Hess, Josh Wright, Bill Geiger, and of course, the king of the cable himself, Tom Fouché. All right, guys. Well, now it's time for a few shout outs to the sponsors and folks behind the scenes. Thank you to SeaDeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, Performance Ski and Surf, Go Puck, Malibu Boats, C4 Belts, Rockstar Energy, Lead Wake, CWB Board Company, Ronix, O'Brien, and Slingshot Wakeboards. Thank you to Jenna Carruth on the web and Rich Walsh on the audio. That's going to do it for today's show. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening. I'm the Noise of the North, Dan of the Mano, and you can hear me next time once again on the Golden Mike Podcast.